Okay, welcome back everybody to the Divine Roots Podcast. I'm Matthew Deering, here with Paul Yokobov. Did <laughs> I get it right? Yes. All right, good. And Brian and Joey Sweeney. So today we've got a really cool show for you. Um, I, I found this very interesting. So a lot of us have now heard of the idea of Mercury in retrograde. And I know um, that was something I was curious about and, and sort of learned about. And now uh, Paul is telling us that we're in a, in a new phase here where Mars is in retrograde, right? So maybe not a lot of us have heard of this, and I'd love for you to kind of dive into that and, and teach us a little bit about what that means. Hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, Mars went uh, into retrograde yesterday. And it means the energy, and I like to use this analogy, is that the light uh, is just going within us, like a flashlight pointing towards us instead of external, towards the world. So our um, uh, concentration is always into this reality, this world, doing things with the, our jobs, kids, uh, whatever we're into and um, now what's going to happen slowly our concentration naturally is going to be focusing more on our internal self and uh, of course there's a lot of stuff that needs to be addressed internally to make us more um, powerful make us more aware of who we are and Mars all of us have all the energies of all the planets, let's call it, or zodiacs, or uh, people call it different names. I just call it energy. Mars is a very interesting energy. It's energy of action, energy of um, goal setting, uh, also an energy of physical activity, like... Uh, sexual activity and other stuff like that all of that energy is going to start diminishing in our everyday life and that energy is going to be pointing towards our inner self meaning we're going to have to start paying attention because we're going to feel the shift feel insecurity feel fear feel uncomfortable because the let's call it naturally the the divine um, part of ourselves is going to drag us back and try to help us um, reset and dissolve all the, I call it a tower within us that we built over the years that needs to be slowly, brick by brick, dissolved and um, a new part of us will be uh, more available to us, that divine part. So I've got some questions here. Um there's the the idea of i think when mercury's in retrograde because it's become a common idea that that sometimes when when things seem to be going and we feel like our life is in turmoil or you know just a lot of things are going wrong that's, that's like a saying now so it would be like well i wonder if mercury's in retrograde because just we're, we've gotten used to that idea of you know, just feeling a little off balance or feeling like things aren't going well. And I think you've mentioned before 
when mercury is in retrograde that's that's not necessarily a good time to make a a big decision or sign a contract or something like that right so what about mars is this is this something where we should not be setting goals during this time or i mean is is this are we are you expecting people to to feel the same unease that they feel during when mercury is going into retrograde because it's obviously a good thing when you're going through the struggle and you're and you're eliminating things out of out of your life that you don't need and and you're kind of going through that fight you usually come on the other side of it stronger so is is the same like a similar type process involved with with mars where we can expect to feel tired or worn out or or beat up a little bit or is this something where we're going to feel rested or we're going to feel good um you know what what is what, what can we expect from this time well with mercury it's our communication with mars it's more action so we are going to feel a little bit less uh, driven we're gonna f- we're gonna feel less driven towards our goal setting and all that stuff because uh, what's going to happen is we're going to be more driven you want it or not towards your inner world and uh, creating um, that relationship within uh, usually uh, mars means uh, a person is very very active in the external world and now this couple of months it's going to turn into your inner world so meaning what's going to happen you just have to have um, you have to pay attention to your inner world more yes you're going to feel shifts yes you're going to feel uh, weird like something's weird is happening to you you're going to feel lethargic maybe even in some cases but uh, and a lot of people uh, and i wanted to say this too a lot of people are going to seek help during this time because they're going to feel very very confused why they feel this way they're going to feel uh, very uh, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty within them even more it's going to amplify all those things are going to amplify so um i would say uh for me like i said before yeah a lot of people are afraid of planets going retrograde but for me that means work on yourself meaning going deeper so what if what if you're in a position like yourself or like us where you are sort of in the profession of helping a little bit and you realize there's a lot of people going to be seeking more help potentially you could end up becoming busier we could become busier because of that is um how how do you recommend we take a look at that well yes we are going to be busier i could tell you that Uh, and we are because uh, we're already on this path and we're trying to help ourselves we'll be able to guide other people uh, when they are in uh, the same need uh, of guidance the same type of guidance Uh, we will help ourselves through other people when we're helping other people we're helping ourselves sure Uh, are we going to feel like a cheerleader when we're doing it probably not because we are also going to be going through stuff but uh, that's the beauty of it we're all going to go together we're going to go through this together yeah so what so what about this idea of is this a is this would you say you think that this is a bad time to be to be setting goals it's not a bad time uh, it's just your power your your 
creative power of setting goals and doing um, things here in this reality, meaning in this physical world, mm -hmm. is just going to be nullified a little bit. In order for us to activate our inner world, this world has to be nullified a little bit. And then we're going to concentrate more on our inner world. Because simultaneously it's hard to do. Like that's why the body goes to sleep. When you, why do you go to sleep? You shut your eyes. You all the senses kind of nullify, and then you go into the different world, dream world. Okay. So here, even actively, consciously, we're gonna go through this period where we're even going to work, and consciously we're actually gonna feel a little shift. We're gonna feel a little weirdness inside of us. You, like I said, you might have. It's not just you, you're not going to set new goals or anything like that. Things are going to continue. It's just that push, is, is that, that uh, extra energy is going to be a little bit uh, missing. It's going to be going towards your inner. So if you're going to be meditating or uh, praying or doing other stuff, that's going to have more power. That's going to have more, like let's say you want to achieve something more spiritual. It's going to have more impact on that than on a physical and you, and you would you say this is a good thing? Uh, everything is a good thing. Uh, <laughs> it's like a wave, you know. And the system is so unbelievably amazing that they give us time here to create stuff, mm -hmm. and then they say, "Okay, time to go within." Then again, every month it's up and down, up and down. Uh, the energy is just they they allow you to be here, have fun, create whatever you need to do, and then bring you back into your inner world. So you don't completely get lost, and even but people do get lost in a, uh, they lose themselves. Yeah, sure, and and so so, I guess what I'm hearing then is not to fight against that necessarily, because I got to be honest, there's a there's a part of me, and I think I'm I'm just a, um, I know that I that that I'm a unique human being in the way that I approach the world and the way I see things and I've always been this way that I get very excited and I get and I'm driven by um, I'm proud of the fact that I that I don't I, I wouldn't consider myself an ant that just goes in line with what everybody says no matter what you know um, just because the world's always done something a certain way for a certain amount of time I like to question that thing so I've said you know there there are definitely positives and negatives to certain areas of my life but I, I look at myself as being you know if, if everybody's stuck in traffic on in, in rush hour because they're all trying to go the same direction I'm usually the guy on the other side with with no traffic just kind of zipping right through and that's a good and bad thing sometimes but it but it feels like there's a sense of freedom there so there's a there's a part of my brain and I, there's probably maybe other people that feel this way is why I'm bringing it up where where my brain says oh well if everybody's going to be less driven during this time that's a chance to get an edge you know that's a chance to get an edge up on different people who are who are not setting goals and they're not pushing themselves and 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 I always think too that, that you can fall into that pattern of making that an excuse too and saying well then I just uh well, then I just won't work, you know, or I just won't do this or that. And then that can become its own different thing that can cause a different type of depression. You know, like we're going through the 
the tail end of this coronavirus. And I think those people who have, um, like who did stop completely and have gone so far inward and into their homes and and into this place of isolation, a lot of them are having a hard time getting out. And And it's a little scary for me to think about where, like how to help them get out of that place because it because you can see the depression is right around the corner and so um so what's what's the balance there and how do you how do you handle somebody like me who's got this i i have a motor inside me that's always wanting to go um i love being all in on my kids and all in on on work and all in on sleep and all in on like wherever i'm at i want to be all in on that thing and so i hear this moment and i'm going okay go inward okay cool i want to go all in on going inward you know but at the same time i also want to look at this and say where where do we capitalize on it as well because i think i think if you if you know what's there and you know how to guide yourself into it and catch the wave so to speak and and a lot of people sometimes will fight against it right off the the top so, so they don't they don't get to use as much momentum as other people who learned how to catch the wave. So, how do we catch the wave? Use this to our advantage, and then surge forward because because of those wise choices. That's a good question. Um, number one, like you spoke about, is resistance. We subconsciously resist because we like to be always happy in a good mood, and when this time comes we are challenged, we feel weird, we feel very uncomfortable inside, confused, like I said before. And we don't like that feeling, so we try to run away, we come back to this world. Oh, my kids make me happy. Or uh, striving for uh, more money or getting uh, more, um, uh, let's say, uh, good at what we do here in the physical. And once again, you're trying to resist and come out of that uncomfortable state. The only way to have a balance is you don't have to be... And and another point is about COVID and people sitting at home. It's a fear-based and it's not the same type of going inward. Uh, People were fearful. People people were uncomfortable. Everything was taken away from them. Uh, they, They were confused totally and completely about the world, what's happening. And a different type of uh, thoughts and um, uh, their structure was built around them. So, yeah, depression and just uh, the world became a very dark place for a lot of people. That's a different story. Here, uh, we're talking about a completely different thing. Uh, You you just have to pay attention, be aware of how you're feeling. If you are feeling uncomfortable, if you are feeling a little even depressed or your mood swings and you you feel lethargic, you don't want to do stuff, it's okay. You, what you do is acknowledge that, understand that, work through it. Don't try to uh, completely allow that feeling to take you over you. Okay, that's why this information is here. That's why we're trying to do this, to for you to navigate easier, like you, like you said. And then, yeah, and uh, let's say you do a, a meditation or a prayer or whatever you like to do for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Go inward, understand who you are. Uh, tap into your inner self and then come out to this world mm. and here now you're going to be a lot stronger wiser more grounded and you, you're gonna 
be a lot more your concentration is going to be a lot more precise and you're going to accomplish a lot uh, a lot of things on a better level instead of a person who doesn't know what's happening he's going to get very confused ungrounded and his power of creating is going to be very diminished and and he's not going to be able to accomplish anything and that's uh, not uh, going within not accomplishing anything here so the key is, is to balance like you said balance that understanding yourself why you're feeling that way and accepting it and then going to this world and taking advantage because you understand you have better control of yourself and go on uh, creating whatever you want to create if that makes sense that makes a lot of sense to me and so so w with me being who I am I'm going to reword what you said and see if I can if I can hit it on um get to get this correct here um so what I what I heard also is this idea of um I I really am a firm believer in in figuring out the why behind things and so when when we can understand why something is the way that it is or why we should do a certain thing it really helps us put our shoulder behind it to to give our all to it and so if i could if i could look at this or if we could look at this and say okay um this isn't about not accomplishing things this isn't about not pursuing goals this is about leaning into the thing that's that's the most powerful in this moment and by going inward you've got a much better chance at being clear coming back daily hourly back into the real world and and to say i have this clarity now i've gone inward and now i know exactly which direction to go so now i'm wasting less energy than i would have been if i was fighting against it i went in kind of found me a little bit got rid of some junk that's maybe been lying around and now now i'm in a place where i can really surge forward faster better more efficient potentially achieving some of the goals that I that I wanted or maybe even new ones I didn't even know I wanted and that can be a really great part of going inward is cleaning up some of that ego stuff would that be along this, the lines of what you're saying yes yes just like understanding what's going on with us that's a big big deal and you are not uh, like let's say you had a really heavy dinner like super heavy and you're lying in bed and you're like oh man I'm so heavy I cannot sleep but you know the cause okay because i overate yeah think about this you come home you didn't eat much you eat a light and then you having the same symptoms you say wow why am i having these symptoms i didn't eat heavily and you start the fear kicks in you say oh man and then it takes you deep into the swamp yeah so once we know this information and you feel that way all of a sudden you you know how to na navigate out of it so you're correct once we know it it's easier to navigate and then easier to create whatever we want to create here in this world when we are um, blind or didn't hear about the stuff or trying to ignore the stuff you are going to feel it anyway but people are going to become more uh, confused and depressed if they if they don't know why they're going to fear kicks in like i said and then when fear kicks in everything spirals down and um by us talking about this right now, it will clear some stuff up for people, like you said, and they'll be able to feel a little more um, clear on how to proceed. And that will that's a big help.
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You guys have any other questions for Paul about the uh, Mars and retrograde? Feeling good? Yes. <laughs> this is more of a just listening. So okay. I think you asked some really good questions, Matt. So really learned a lot. I find it interesting, and this is more of just a, uh, I don't know, like a, I, I don't know how to describe the question, but uh, football starts back up this week. So it's just kind of weird that uh, you said Mars has to do with physical activity. So I wonder uh, how that affects like a team and stuff like that when when people have uh, play sports for a living, right? Um, if they feel that or or what happens. I guess we will see and find out. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, what you see in... Um on TV, uh, it, we, we don't see what's really happening to the players and their coaches, how the teams are going to react. It depends, mm. you know, but everybody will deal with it. Every every individual is unique and they're going to feel it in their own unique way. And uh, everybody, some people might have the opposite effect, but for the most, most of us, we are going to feel uh, internal kind of uh, very nervous kind of feel because sure. we, we, all of us are going to resist. But uh, when the guy has, uh, let's say, playing football, he his whole concentration is on football only. He's, mm -hmm. He might miss it. He might miss that time of where he needs to reflect and feel why it's going on with him, what's going on with him. And um, some people might just, just pass it and not even um, understand what's happening. Because mm. they have such a busy schedule, and uh, hopefully that clears things up for you. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I, I, this would be a good good place to end actually. But I think I think it's kind of fun to talk about football in the spiritual world here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'd like to mention something, Paul, and I think um, I'd love to hear your take on this. I have an opinion that it sounds like the football season is going to happen. It's going to get started, which is interesting because, you know, all sports, for the most part, ended or at least ended in the way that we're used to them being. And I, I like sports. I enjoy watching as a spectator. It's, it's one of my, um, one of the few things that I, I like to do for recreation is to watch the sporting events because I like to play sports. So I like to engage in that. And I know for other people, it's it's the it's the tailgating or the fantasy, the fantasy players stuff and the stats and, and all that. And so I, I actually think that the fact that it's going to be starting up is going to be really good for America, for, for their for their confidence, because there's this idea of like, oh, our sport, our thing. There's going to be this sense of pride almost in that, like. Well, well, coronavirus can't beat football, you know. <laughs> but it's also a timing thing. Is the truth? I mean, the the the, the cases happen to be down right now, and and the you know the momentum is going against coronavirus, which is which is opening up a, a really good timing for football. So so my thought is this, and this is where I, I get myself to this place where I want to I want to be cautious, you know, not only for myself but for everybody. What's your take on that? Because if, if if people are putting their, if they put their emotions into the sport and into this thing that they really have no control over, 
and they can be like, oh, thank goodness football's back. I can, oh, like I can feel better. If they use that as their excuse to feel good, it's very dangerous because then if it gets taken away, it's like the cookie gets taken away from the child. Immediately you're going to cry. Immediately you're going to feel these big emotions because you put a lot of stake into that thing. And so that would be something that I would love to hear your, your, uh, your thoughts on. You know what popped up into my head was, you know how they say we are what we eat? Yeah. Same thing with that. Wherever we put our concentration into, that's who we are at that moment. So we ride the wave. So let's say the football or any other sport or event, what it does, it elevates our emotions up and down, up and down, and we get addicted to it. It makes us feel a certain way. And... uh, in a, let's call it the spiritual world. Uh, my I love boxing, right? Boxing is my sport, and I would practice. I, I would not allow my emotions to go up or down or my heartbeat rise up and down. That was my practice. So, unfortunately, a lot of people are addicted to the emotion roller coaster of sports, and that's not healthy. If you are watching it, you have to be in neutral. And when, when you're not, because you're losing a lot of energy that way, when you're emotionally tapped into a sport, and let's say your team is losing, you feel a certain way. Your team is winning, you feel a certain way. So you're constantly riding the emotional roller coaster. And it's like with food. You eat sugar, boom, up and down. You eat salad, is different. So same thing here. You're going to listen to a, a classical music or watch something like that. You're going to have one effect. You watch sports or horror movie, you're going to have a different effect. And then you have to recuperate from that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so maybe maybe almost, because um, I, I don't want to also say it's bad, because it's not bad. It's not bad to root for your team. It's not bad to get invested in something. It, if As long as, I think, as long as you can see it and understand it for what it is, and you're very purposeful about it. Because if, if you understand that, hey, I'm going to purposefully take myself on a roller coaster right now, because it's a choice that I want to do, because it's fun for me. Great. But you have to understand afterward you'll have to recuperate from that. You'll have to you'll have to actually literally rest from what most people would be considering rest or your wife might consider rest as <laughs> watching the game. Well, now I have to recuperate from that. So I have to make sure that that's worth my energy and, and I'm deciding to do that. But because if we don't understand that, then what happens is you're not only watching your team, but then you start watching every game. And you start letting yourself go, go with the ups and downs of every single game for a couple of days. And then you start thinking about it all week. And then next thing you know, it sort of takes over <laughs> your all of your thoughts in life. And then, then you're in this emotional roller coaster you kind of can't get out of. Um, would you agree with that? Yes. And um, that's uh, where we go into a very weird st- uh, place. When we are emotionally... The, the the stimulation emotionally goes up and down like that like i said you lose energy and that energy is vital to your creation like whatever goals you want to put in especially now during this time uh, you need as much energy as you can to to, to go in and out when we start uh, constantly wasting our energy uh, it's going to be very difficult to to recover and um, if you like you said if you are watching sports do it consciously and monitor yourself, how you feel, and how, how it makes you feel after. You, if, let's say, your team loses, you, you could start screaming at your wife or the kids, and it, 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 it starts spiraling down. 
something else affects your life all of a sudden. So if you're paying attention and you're, and you're in control, you're allowing certain things in and certain things are not coming in, that's a different story. Yeah. You're master of your own temple and your emotions, that's a different story. But when you are like a little boat, I heard that before, and a little boat on the ocean, and every wave you're going up and down, up and down, you're gonna have a hard life. Yeah. Well, and and then, you know, even if we go back to boxing, you're right, the best boxers are, they're, they're not emotional. They, they very much stay in neutral. But the sport, just like every other sport, is built to create emotion in the audience because that's what sells tickets. If it, if it didn't make people feel emotional and they didn't feel those ex, that excitement of the, the, the ring of the bell, they wouldn't show up. You know, because it is a money-making venture at the end of the day. And so sports, football, boxing, you name the sport, it doesn't matter. They're supposed to do it. There's nothing wrong with the fact they do that. They're a business. They're trying to, to garner more attention, trying to get you honestly addicted to it and excited to come back for more. So as long as you understand what they're doing and how they're doing it, they, um, you know, you can use it to your advantage and it won't be something that, that takes you over, right? Yes. In our evolutionary state we're in now, we need sports and we need other things at this point. But I think in the future, slowly, things are going to change. Um, the distractions, we're not, just, we're not going to be so into it anymore, I think, in the future. For now, yes. For now, we're still into it and we enjoy it. But once um, people, the, the evolution goes further and further, we're going to know that what type of damage it does on our emotional uh, body, eventually, eventually. Joey, do you have questions on this stuff? Because I know, you know, I'm, I'm a big sports guy. Joey's a big sports guy. And so I don't know if, if this is any of this is like curious to you. And what's funny is before I had my big wake up, I interestingly, I didn't actually, I didn't think of sports as TV. I, I thought of them as two different things. So I thought I don't watch much TV. But I, when I reflected back, I was watching a ton of sports hours and hours and hours every week of sports, college and, and pro and different sports. And I added it all up and I was like, geez, you add this plus all the articles I'm reading about afterward. And I'm like, I'm investing a lot of my life into other people's lives, really, not even my own feeling like I'm actually doing something that I'm not really even doing. And it was a big wake up call for me. Um, so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm not, you know, saying anything i'm just wondering like is there a curiosity that you have coming into this time right now coming into the idea of you're probably going to be watching a lot of sports soon mm -hmm. you know we all are we, we have this like okay football is about to start if we're excited for it um how is that going to affect the next two months three months six months of my life um is that something you are now curious about concerned about you, you want to question at all not not very much to be honest because to me it's more of a uh substitution game so it's like um football's back i do enjoy that i play fantasy football big cardinals fan all of that is true i won't miss a cardinals game i'll probably miss a lot of other teams games Every now and then I'll turn one on. But um, but it's more of a substitution game to me because we all have 
a certain amount of free time and some of us have more depending on where we're at in life so me being 20 years old no girlfriend no wife no kids like nothing to really worry about uh i have i have work and then um and then servanthood and then and then i give time for things that i enjoy um while i have that extra amount of time so for me it's more it'll look a lot less of the hobbies i'm doing now like maybe playing a video game or something like that and it would be more interacting and watching the sport and and then making funny videos based on what i saw in the game or something like that so um that's kind of how i see it as i see it as it definitely can be a distraction so you have to understand that and figure out uh if you have a balanced schedule that you love okay what's gonna get subbed out when i'm spending time on this thing but what about this idea of of really staying neutral through it and finding your way to enjoy it but not let it affect you in such a way that that other people are affected by it like is that is that something that you don't relate to or you do relate to i can't relate to it really really i uh i i love it too much so I, I get like very invested. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is like, don't you, don't you understand that the, that the people around you then are affected by your investment of it? Sure. Yeah. But I think that, uh, I think. Well, let me, let me, let me just put it bluntly. Okay. So we, we did a fantasy football draft. Mm-hmm. You didn't get one of the players you wanted. Uh huh. You basically got depressed afterward. You weren't even able to catch a football afterward. You were sad. You, uh-huh. you, it completely ruined your night. And then it took, it took you almost, you know, 12, 16 hours to get over it. And, and it wasn't real. It's called fantasy. So it's like a made up thing, right? Sure. So there's this idea of exactly what Paul was saying. Your team wins. And this is all of us. Your team wins. You feel good. Your team doesn't win. You feel bad. So for me, it's like, and this is the thing I'm, I'm consciously not like understanding, but understanding that if i'm going to do the thing if i'm if i'm going to engage in it i have to understand the power of it mm-hmm. and then and then learn how to separate myself or separate the activity from my life because the activity is not real you know it's not it's not a thing and i have to then hold myself accountable for as he said now i'm yelling at my wife and kids or now i'm lethargic on the couch or now i'm eating the potato chips or whatever the thing is but where did it come from? It came from the fact that my team lost and I got so emotionally invested in this thing that's not even me. It's like an extension of something that I, you know, that I cheer for, but it's not me. But I let it affect me as if it was my own life, as if it was happening to me in this moment. And, and, and understanding, okay, how do I navigate that so that I could enjoy that moment, have that moment, separate it from everything else, and then still, you know, move forward in such a way that's positive. I mean, I, and I think it might be a, an interesting thing to explore and to get excited about because, yeah, you're young, but what is time? You know, what is youth? We don't know how much time we have. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure you don't want to waste time. It's not something that you want to just throw away necessarily. 
because you sure. look at this and you're going young and you have all these things that you that are not necessarily pulling you in different directions which gives you the opportunity to grow and develop and continue to flourish the way you have been so that's why i was like you might want to get curious about it because we have an expert here a spiritual expert in the room just to, to ask certain questions about how if there are tools to navigate those certain things you know what i mean and to almost protect yourself in a bubble because what you said is you're not going to miss a cardinals game perfect i actually i think there's nothing wrong with that i think that's very cool i probably won't either by the way so you're not alone mm-hmm. now the question is how do how do we protect ourselves so that we can enjoy something like that together we can enjoy it separately it can be it can be something that is a recreational thing but that it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't need to negatively impact our lives our day it wouldn't have to take over even an hour's worth of our thought life afterward if it didn't go the right way or if it did go the right way you go back to the basics being aware during the game monitoring yourself constantly and don't allow your emotions to spike or go down uh, just being neutral is the key that's not fun though that's i know <laughs> I, I have Actually. a side thought all right i'll, I'll throw this out there because um, i i agree with you but that's funny because that's the, it makes me not uh, it, I, and that's i guess that it makes me not want to watch the game yeah and then he's like yeah i see yeah <laughs> so this is, i guess where we have different opinions on it right and different thoughts um so uh, let me be a medium in between the two with a thought. Uh, we talked earlier in the lobby about being all into the moment you're in. You talked about with your life and your life. And um, I think there's something to, so let's say we are going to use sports, right? And we're going to do that and be invested in the, the yes and the ah moments of the sport. Being in and doing it during that time and that time specifically, there could be power in that in creating community, let's say the three of us watching the Cardinals game together, right? I've been guilty on the opposite end of sitting on the laptop and not really zoning into the game itself, right? So all three of us zoning in, and if it's a win, it's a win that we experience together. If it's a loss, the loss is over, and then either way, both ways, you can go on and celebrate continuing to have the fun that we would have. So the example I thought of earlier was like when we go to an ASU game, right? And these memories are very strong to me because we've done that for our whole lives, right? Uh, and if we won, we'd be back in the car driving back to your parents' house when I was growing up, and we'd be playing music, and we'd be blasting it. And, and honestly, the game's over, so then we go into the car, and we're experiencing fun together and experiencing these great memories. The game was bad. We go back in the car, and we're, it's just silent. I can just hear it, and your dad plays the radio, and all we're listening to the whole way back is all the wrong decisions that got made. And so I think and, and there's it's a, not just us. It's an entire stadium doing the same thing. Exactly. Doing the same thing. And it, that's the power of sports. It really, it's incredible what they can accomplish. So I think the idea here is if it's the idea of us, and I think we walk into it to celebrate and be together and have fun together of that on that night, that's really what it's really about. So then win or lose, if we have the will to, like you said, go neutral Let's say we didn't for the game. We went up and down during the game for the fun of the game. Let's say we do that. But then when the game ends, we let ourselves still have that fun play journey on the way home and just celebrate that we were together. 
I think that's the hardest part. But if we let ourselves do that, and that's what you're saying with the draft, like even in the draft, when I took the took, and it was me, I did it. <laughs> when I took the player from Joey, you know, in that moment for him to feel that and be in that, we're in that together. But then when it's all done, to just go like, and I genuinely meant it. Thanks for the draft, like fun draft. Let's now experience being together still. Like that's that part's done, you know. So that's that's sort of my thought on it is that marrying it into the middle and seeing maybe what that would look like i don't know i look at it this way being transparent uh, so once again when we tie emotions into anything it gets stuck in our past and then we fragment so let's say you really loved your your, your team it lost to a specific other team you got depressed piece of you is stuck in that specific game then you have to bring it back. You gotta heal from it. So in order for you to actually have a easier life, you just have to be transparent. You watch the game, but you don't, everybody wins. There is no losers or winners or uh, neutrals. You just, you just watch it for the experience, like an observer. You don't have your emotions tied into the game, but you're enjoying your company. You're also, once while you're enjoying your company, you're present, but transparent. So the crowd screams if you, you know, you could enjoy it, but I know it's hard to do, but be as calm as possible. Be as present, because otherwise you're riding, <laughs> you're riding <laughs> the wave. Save this one. <laughs> you're, riding, you're riding the wave. And then look, when you go high, you're gonna drop. <clears throat> the higher you go, the further you drop down. And we want to um, eliminate those highs and lows. That's how people get depressed. That's how people get into trouble. Because it's easy to go up. It's very hard to... I'm sorry, it's easy to drop down. It's very hard to go up. And some people don't have the strength or the ability to go up. And they get stuck down there and uh, get depressed. And they try drinking beer, like you said, eating potato chips unconsciously. Because when they start eating that, it cures the pain it eliminates the pain because they overeat and block that center yeah so it's like uh you know no i mean it makes perfect sense and it, it, i guess that i got some growing up to do it's not <laughs> all of well us. well so yeah but and it, it's funny because to to you and me joey this sounds so foreign so so what you'd want to do i think is just stay open i'm not saying i'm not saying change who you are or do any of this i'm just saying understand the concept and acknowledge that there's some truth to it because the idea here that makes it so easy i think to wrap our minds around is there are people that get invested the way that you and i do with football where we get we 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 just legitimately enjoy the high fives and we enjoy getting excited and saying oh did you see that play like that's ex it's fun for us it's, mm -hmm. it's all it is it's entertainment people get that same way about boxing and they get that same way about horse races and about, about automobile races and you know, things that we don't care about at all. Baseball games. Yeah. We, we could care less. And we watch them and we watch them react the way that they react. And we're like, geez, boy, getting that, you're getting that upset over just that. Like, you know what I mean? Like to us, that seems so foreign. How could you get so invested in this thing? And why, I mean, you're not the one boxing, you know, like it doesn't make sense to us because it's not that's not something that we've put our time and energy into. And as Paul said from the beginning, what you put your time and energy into, right, becomes more of an investment in, in, in yourself. So for us, it's probably just this idea of 
trying to get to a balance of some kind, understanding that we can enjoy the moment, but not letting it get away from us to such a point that, that it would be unhealthy for us, that it wouldn't, because why would you want to do something that didn't serve you? You know, you wouldn't. And, and, and we have a history of football. I can't, I can't remember, truthfully, growing up a single holiday ever where there wasn't the football game on. So that was family. Like, that's what family was. That's what it represented. And the family got excited and not excited, to, you know, according to the football games. And it was, that was just a part of what it was. And it wasn't just our team. It was every team. It was just on in the background, you know. And so, so that, that, to me, feels like family. Like it defines family almost. And when it's not on the TV, it feels weird. And so, to your point, Paul, the world had it taken away and we all got sad like a bunch of toddlers because we didn't have a choice we didn't choose to disengage it just got taken away from us and then we had we had we had to go inward and deal with us because now there isn't a tv there isn't a sport to disengage too i mean imagine imagine the same idea right so sports went away Right, they went away for a couple months. Imagine if at the same time TV went away, what the world would have done. It would it would have been it would have been very hard and then probably very good for everybody. If all of a sudden you had no internet, you had no Netflix, you had no Hulu, there was nothing there was nothing to go to to distract yourself, and you had to deal with you. A lot of rioting, turmoil. Would, like it would be real bad because people would they're afraid of themselves when they are left by themselves and they see what's inside of them they get scared they're mm. scared to face themselves so they start becoming very very destructive and uh slow th- that's good it's just uh, slowly just they took away football baseball this time <laughs> and people kind of went inward a little bit and a lot of people started to uh, listening to the right information, starting to develop themselves and all that stuff. And uh, it's 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 a good it's a good thing. Uh, once in a while, yeah, COVID uh, and all this turmoil was bad, but there's always a good thing from a bad thing. Yeah, and we have to concentrate on good things more more than the bad things. That's the only way. And uh, I want to also say that yes, it's tough times. Yes, uh, Mars is going the other way, but we also have to know that we have a strong, strong uh, rock. We could always depend on inside of ourselves. We need to tap into that rock, that power. And that that rock is different for everybody. Just pay attention and tap into it. And know that you are very powerful and uh, amazing, creative being. You know, and uh, that's the key. Never give up on yourselves. All right, Joey, we're going to uh, we're going to keep ourselves down in neutral. We're going to be we're going to be celebrating and following our our team, and we're going to, you know, at the same time, we won't be afraid of. Go devils, go! <laughs> that's our college football team <laughs> i couldn't help it i figured the divine roots uh, podcast people have a sense of humor all right thank you so much for listening everyone this has been divine roots podcast